Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, where are you at in the world? Pull up a stool. Uh, dreary day here in Central Florida. I'm looking at Spaceship Earth. It, was nothing. it can't be that bad, right? No, it cannot. No, you're, you got a better view than me. Uh, I did have a wonderful day yesterday, and thank you for uh, texting me and remembering it's mom's birthday, and she really appreciated that. My beautiful mother-in-law turned 88 yesterday. So happy that is incredible. That, that that's great. And uh, as far as uh, as you, you you talk about her and stuff, she's still uh, got all her uh, all her coherent and is just uh, sharp as a tack, right? So uh, she's still kicking my butt. So oh, there you go. So even though my pure, poor wife before we got on is calling me because people are so rude. She's in the Target right now. She took mom out to do some. You know, mom wanted to get out of the house. She wanted to do some Valentine shopping. And I'm cooking the girls' Valentine's dinner next weekend, which I normally do. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, my wife's like, I said, how you doing? Because she's in the Target. She goes, I'm ready to kick some guy's butt. Here, mom's trying to look at cards. This guy's just butting right in front of her, pushing her out of the way. Like, how are you ignorant to it, a senior citizen, dude? Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing, isn't it? Yep. And I'm telling my wife, I said, do you want me to come up there? She goes, no, I'll handle this. But I said, do you sure you don't want me to come up there? <laughs> Yeah, don't mess yeah. with my wife's mother. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, yeah, a little protective of her. So, yeah, you know, if it, if for you, you know, she'd probably let it go. But yeah, since it's mom, you know, it's a oh, different abso- story. Absolutely. And speaking of you, John, can you believe I got COVID again? <laughs> I told you we're changing your name. You're no longer Captain Handsome. You're Captain COVID. Captain COVID. Captain COVID. I don't know what the deal is, John. Uh, I sanded four units this past Monday, and I had a hauls afterwards because anybody knows when you sand drywall, it gets dusty. Even though I got a power vacuum, the places I'm sanding are, they're old places. The building's like 60, 50 years old. How, I don't know how old it is, but they haven't been remodeled since it's been built. So you could only imagine, it isn't just, it's sanding old walls that we're repairing. So you could only imagine what's on these walls. So there's all kind of goop and gross crap in the uh, in, in the air when I'm sanding anyway. So I just thought it was from that. And then Tuesday I was still had a head like a head cold. Wednesday I sanded again. I so I felt the same way. So I came home would have a mom in the house. I said to Brenda, "Nah, let's home test me." And I home tested, and those two lines came up Yahtzee as fast as I took the test, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you're muffling your you, you go ahead johnny you muffled yourself if you, if you didn't have the home test i bet you wouldn't even know that you had it you know because i don't think you were you weren't feeling ill enough to to make you think that you had to go get a test but since it was there and since you got mom in the house might as well test it a hundred percent it's if this would have been three years ago i would have never tested myself for anything except for i have a winter head cold or i would have literally thought it was was my doctor many moons ago. I was like 17 years old and I went in for, cause I, 
I had epilepsy as a young kid. I outgrew it. I never had the tongue issue. I used to get severe headaches, really bad headaches. And I would get sick to my stomach, pass out for a half hour, and I felt fine. Well, I got tested for that. And as I was getting older, I was getting headaches, but a different kind. So I went, My the doctor made me go to uh, and get all my allergies tested, if you follow me. And when I got done testing, doing all the tests, the doctor said, you're allergic to dust and all this other stuff. And he asked me what I do for a living. I said, I do construction. He goes, do not do that no more. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, 30, what, seven years later, I'm still doing it. And, uh, dust gets me when I, certain days it's weird. Certain days are worse than others. And I would get head colds, like dust colds, I would call them from what I was doing on the job site. So, uh, three years ago, I would have thought this was just normal for me. Uh, this cold, I felt nothing like when I had, this is the Omicron. I'm all, I'm 99% sure. It was nothing like having the last one where my body ached and felt horrible. This was basically, I felt like some kid sneezed on me on your bus, John, and I got a head cold. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. yep or, yep, there you go. and you know how, like me and Brenda, we would come back from Disney all the time on vacation. And we got home. We would have this exact thing if you follow me from the different weather and different. Oh yeah, things. that's called yeah. the Disney sniffles. Yeah, <laughs> yep. everybody, everybody caught that for the longest time because yeah, there's a there's a lot of contact points out here. So either stomach flu or head cold when you get back is very typical. So, so, but I'm fine now. Did the five days? I'm I'm the only thing is I'm mad at. I'm running the job site. I feel like I'm letting the company down, not being there a couple of days and. uh you know, the guy's on the job and, you know, even though we, I get aggravated and disgusted with work, you, you're like me, John. I don't miss days. I never missed a day for something like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For feeling the way you now, do now. Now, you, you would never called in before, but now you now you got to worry about spreading it to everybody else. You yeah. Can't, yep. You can't go. So. Yeah, because the worst thing, I'd feel, I'd feel horrible if somebody was unvaccinated and got really, really sick. So. Yep. But anywho, that's been my week so far. Uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Your Tommy officially retired, Johnny. You you okay with that? Oh yeah. I mean, it wasn't like uh, uh, what two years, Doug. I mean, yeah. he brought us the Super Bowl. What are we going to complain about? No. So you know, we made the playoffs the second year, and so you know, no complaints here. So uh, it would been great. But uh, you know, I mean, there's there's potential for for other other people out there, and I'm excited to see. Uh, hopefully, the Bengals can take down the Rams. That's what I'm hoping for. But we'll see. So uh, I, I'm rooting. For, I'm rooting tooting for the Bengals because I don't. I don't. I don't normally root for the NFC teams because I usually hate most of them if they ain't the Eagles. So I usually root for the root for the AFC most of the time in the playoffs because I usually I have more of a liking for some of the teams over there because I don't feel like I'm liking anybody in my division or conference. So I'll be rooting for them. But the biggest thing is I'm just hoping for a good game. I I hope I hope and pray that the Super Bowl is as good as every one of the other playoff games in this postseason because. Except for the Eagles Tampa Bay game, every other game and the Pittsburgh game, Philadelphia Pennsylvania stunk up the playoffs. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, we had some fantastic uh, playoff games. Phenomenal. The, the division games were just amazing. So yeah, yeah, I, it was a great year to be a football fan when the playoffs came around. So yeah, I would say they were the best playoffs in my lifetime. I mean, in a long, long time, John. I mean, that it goes back to the years where the catch would. Uh, Dwight Clark caught the ball in the back of the end zone against the Cowboys. Like that, that that years were really close games. But it's it, these these playoffs have been phenomenal. Yep. And now we got to keep our fingers crossed that sissy, uh, sissy cry baby. Woe is me, baby, child, baby. I I I can't play for the Sixers anymore, baby. I pray every fiber of my being that the jerk Ben Simmons is out of Philadelphia by the end of this week. I can't imagine why. I, I, I have never seen a bigger child. In, I mean, in the history of sports, there has never been a bigger weenie than Ben Simmons, in my opinion. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Doug. No, I mean, except for, and I'll, and I'll state it this way, except for idiots like Antonio Brown and uh, Hall who beat, you know, like they, they're criminals, in my opinion. Well, but, that's, a, that's a different category. Yeah, You're yeah. just talking about a guy whining. Yes. I mean, he's not a bad human being. He's actually a good human being. And and 
he worked hard to where he got. I mean, he did have the advantage of having two athletic parents and being born 6'10". So he kind of, some of the work was done for him, if you follow me. But <laughs> I have never seen anybody like him in my entire life. Because, John, because your coach told you you didn't do good, you don't play no more. So is is that an example to set for the entire world? So, John, you run a red light in your bus and they get on you for Are you supposed to never drive a bus again, John? I'm going to park it, and I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to go. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it. I mean, I, I can't drive for Disney anymore. They were mean to me. I mean, come on, dude. You played like an idiot. If, if I uh, do a bad job, and, and the, when the painter paints the place, and it looks like garbage, you think my boss is not going to tell me it's my fault, even if my guys screw it up, John? All you, Doug. No, it's just like, I cannot wait for this man child. And I don't like the beard either. I can't stand James Harden, but I would welcome the beard with open arms and all of his go-go bar attendees that come with him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my man likes to, likes the movie bars. There. Yeah, he likes to make it rain, John. So I mean, but I'll even take the, the creep Harden because at least he plays. If you understand what I'm saying, I just never seen somebody roll over like Ben Simmons. I I cannot wait for him going. I would trade him for a bag of balls right now. So, but I understand what Maury's doing. Our, he's saying I'm not giving him his way. I'm not unless I get something worth it. We're not doing it. So, but. Anyhow, that's how I feel, John. How how have you been? You you told me a story when we hung up last week that you forgot to tell. Do you remember what that was? No, I don't. What Something about it? the bus you were talking about. Something, Something happened with the bus. the bus. Hey, I do not recall. Maybe it'll maybe it'll hit me sometime during the show. But uh, no, I don't recall right now. But what I did want to talk about right now is uh, so, uh, Mr. Davis. Any idea what the record? High for February 1st is in Orlando, Florida. Record high. 86. It just happened the other day. 90 degrees. Oh, you 90 hit, degrees. You just yep. hit it? Uh, not, not, no, 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 no. Uh, a couple of years ago, we hit okay. 90 on February 1st. No, we had 86 this week, but 90 on February 1st. What's the record low on uh, February 1st? I'll say 13. 19 degrees, okay. so you, you weren't far off on either one. That My point is, when uh, the funniest thing I ever see posted on Facebook and uh, Disney groups and stuff like that is, tell me how, what to pack for our trip in February. We can't. No. There's no idea of what the weather is going to be like until it's about two weeks out. If you're trying to predict next, next winter, there is no idea. I mean, it could be. And for a prime example, but last week when I talked to you, Doug, uh, the high that day was 52. The day before was 49. We had freezes both nights. Uh, Thursday, it got to 86 degrees here. <laughs> so four days away, we had that big of a swing. So it's it's impossible to, to try to predict. The best thing I can tell people is to download one of the weather apps and keep an eye starting two weeks out and see if a front's going to come through and cool things off. Uh, so it's it's impossible to predict. It really is. Well, we when we went in February a couple years ago, uh, the first time we met Tommy and you guys, we rented the house. We started off the week in the mornings in the 30s and ended the week in the 80s. So it was the same Absolutely. way. Like the first four days, my wife couldn't swim. Then the, finally she got her and Don, or the first three days. The fourth day, it went up the upper 70s, lower 80s. So her, they finally got to take a pool day, if you follow me. So yep. we, we packed everything from long johns to t-shirt uh, uh, t or t tank tops. You know what I'm saying? So we had everything in the bag that week, John. And that was the good thing. That's one of the positive things about driving because if you're flying down, you got limitations to what you're going to pack with the way they charge you for bags now. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, if you don't bring the sweatshirts, Disney's happy to roll them carts out uh, with uh, fifty dollars sweatshirts on them for. Yeah. You know, or fifty. What am I talking? Probably more like seventy five dollars. Yeah. Nowadays. You're talking so, back in the day, John. Two years ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's crazy now. But now the weather is is insane. If you're going down there, I actually have to. Uh, give a phone call back because i got i'm booking a trip for universal i gotta call the people back after we're done this they're looking to come down for a couple days in march like this short of time so we'll see what happens if i can get them anything but i don't know i wish we were coming down john because we uh we froze all week we were like 
we were down to two degrees a couple nights with the wind chill factor. Nah, no, thank you. I talked to a, a gentleman this morning picking up from French Quarter. Um, he was from him and his wife and son were from North Dakota, and he said it was minus fifty two when they left. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you <laughs> homie don't play that you oh it, it must have got that cold in your truck john you muffled your your mouth again you must be freezing <laughs> you put your uh your scarf on yeah i have no idea what what that is i don't know me neither it's it so everybody knows we're recording on the phone with the new hookup which is coming in clear as could be now john does the show with face i mean with uh skype and the phone Either way, it's a phone call or Skype. He talks into the phone the same way. Am I wrong, John? You are correct, sir. For some reason, whenever we use Skype, you never muffle yourself, but we lose a signal. When you talk on the phone with this, we don't lose a signal, but you muffle yourself. You figure that one out, and I'll give you a million dollars. I don't know about a million, but we'll we'll uh, we'll buy you dinner. How about that? Yeah, there you go. But it, and I'm only telling you not to be mean because we want to hear. All the beautiful words that you're saying, John. You know, you have such yeah. wisdom. Such... I don't know about that. No, well, I'm trying to be nice to you, Johnny. Be nice when I'm being nice. But I don't know, John. We wanna, uh, we wanna uh, head down. What's the, what's the weather all this week? Uh, it's gonna be highs about 68 and lows in the 50s. So, yeah. yeah, a lot of uh, cloudy, dreary days, kind of like your northeast weather. So. Well, what what bothers me about my northeast weather is is I don't I don't know did they I don't know if they do it as much down you guys but they give us like three temperatures all the time in the sun it'll be this in the wind it'll be this but feels like temperature will be this well if it feels like it ain't that the temperature if it's saying it's thirty five but with the wind chill it's going to be eighteen it's going to feel like eighteen doesn't make that the temperature eighteen. Oh, they give us the heat index in the summer. Well, it's going to be 90 degrees in the shade. However, with the humidity and the sun, it'll feel like it's 97. No, just say it's hot. It's, it's freaking hot. Anything over 88 degrees and 100% humidity in Florida, it's hot. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's hot. Just tell yeah. me it's going to be 97. If that's what it feels like, that's what it is. I don't <laughs> I, I, I don't tell. Like, if I was a chef, I wouldn't say, well, it feels like 165, which it should be, but it, it's really only 140, and I'm going to serve it to you because it feels like 160 no it needs to be 165 or it'll kill you i mean why is the just tell me what it actually feels like because that's the temperature uh mickey and friends motorcade coming to an end at disney hollywood studios so they're opening up one motorcade and ending another well it sounds like they're getting their parades back and the regular meet and greet so it sounds like some of the motorcades will be coming to an end yeah, well, uh, so the Mickey and Friends Motorcade will have a final performance next week at Hollywood Studios. Mickey and Friends Motorcade's final day will be on the 12th of February, the day before Mickey returns to his usual home at Red Carpet Dreams. Performance times on the final day are 10.15, 11.15, 12.45, 2.45, and 5.15. Chip and Dale, Goofy, Max, Donald, and Daisy can still be seen at sightings around some Disney's Hollywood Studios. Well, one positive thing is I've never really had to worry about them. I've had my pictures taken with characters, but 99.9% of the time is because me and the character were both in the same spot at the right time, John. I've never really gone out of my way. We, The three of us, remember me, you, and Dave got our picture taken at Epcot? Yes, with the, Bell. Yeah, with Bell. That, that was like one of probably two or three times I've ever done that, John. So. Yeah, well, see, Doug, I'm on the other side. I am nothing but a goonie goo goo. And I'm more than happy to go well out of my way and drag Lisa along with me to get pictures taken with random characters for no reason other than I am a kid. So, <laughs> well, so, my yeah. problem is my significant other has to be dragged, carried, and tackled to go do that john so <laughs> yeah I, I had the feeling that uh brenda's not overly keen on, uh, on taking a lot of pictures and posting a lot of stuff so. no but. she has zero facebook account zero twitter account zero instagram account she has no my wife has not one social media thread out there you know what she and all in all she's probably a happier person for <laughs> oh 100 percent. she goes to me because she'll see me and she knows when i'm been all out of shape no, she'll see me on Twitter. Know. She'll go, who you pissed off at now? Because she sees the thumbs going crazy. She knows when I'm fighting with somebody on Twitter. John, she knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, why do you let 
why do you even bother with those idiots? I said, I can't help it, friend. I cannot help it. Uh, this would have been sad for me. What what was going on with Test Track closing all, all that last week, John? I don't know. Early closures. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, one was talking about uh, the GOP was there, so they were shutting down Test Track. I'm like, they don't want... The, them to ride test track? What the heck's going on? <laughs> What's that have to do with Exactly. Anything? There was supposed to be <laughs> some kind of GOP that. convention down there, so they shut this down. I'm, and I'm trying to find out what... So somebody was tweeting this out, like, it was the GOP was there, so test track was down. And I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what the correlation between the two was. These are the idiot. This is what you deal with, John, when you're reading this. Uh, so. uh, test track at Epcot is back to normal operating hours uh, February 4th. After several days of early closures, Test Track closed at 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of last week for unspecified maintenance. Nothing to do with the GOP. There, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it was being blamed on. I got to find the article. It was cracking me uh, up, no. actually. Uh, the early closures were a little unusual as Disney typical schedules refurbishment windows to complete maintenance work. It would appear that in this case... The work could be completed in a relatively short period and was urgent enough to be done by making use of early closures. Yeah. So, you know what? That, that's okay. I mean, if they, if they got to do that instead of closing it all together for three days, I think it still gives people a chance to get on there. And there must have been something fairly significant that they had to get taken care of. So. And I will agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't know why they couldn't fix it during the nighttime like they used to do these things, but apparently... It... I would say money has something to do with it, John. Well, maybe they maybe it did take all night. Maybe they had to get started at six thirty. Oh, there you go, John. There you go. We'll give them the just benefit think. of the doubt. You go, boy. All right. Yeah, I'm just wondering: was Mitch McConnell and uh, Ted Cruz's kids there, and they decided to shut it down, John? <laughs> hey, that that I don't know what what that, would that have to do with anything. Yeah, I don't know. There was supposed to be a GOP convention in Orlando, and that's what they were blaming Test Track for being shut down. I was cracking up actually. I'm like, wow. So what? The freezing cold is in uh, Texas now, so Ted's taking the kids to Florida so he don't get in total trouble, John. Yeah. So they go into Bermuda or wherever the hell he went. Last time? Yeah, last time. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. time he decided to go to Florida. And then Disney's ownership said, okay, so we're going to shut down Test Track. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> the stuff you read, John, you can't make it up, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, anyhow. Uh, celebrate soulfully at Disney's Animal Kingdom with the new show at Arambe. I'm happy about this, John. Yeah, any new live music, right? Yeah. Uh, as, as part of Disney's Celebrate Soulfully Honoring Black History Month, Animal Kingdom is hosting a special performance tribute to black history and culture. Uh, taking place daily on the Harambe stage, the high energy skippers celebrate the traditions of Africa and America. Uh, Showtimes are currently 10 30, 11 30, 12 30, 1 30, 2 30, and 3 30. I'm going to say uh, 10 33 or 3 30 every day or on the half hour. So. Yeah, I would say that too. And uh, I, I enjoy all the music around. I mean, the last time we were there with Brenda's sister and Brenda, they had a, they had a one drink, and the two of them were dancing the whole time around the Harambe Marketplace. John, it was a good time. There, there you go. Yeah, those singers and, and dancers around that area are always really good. Yeah, and they're very energetic, and they're and they're very uh, fan friendly. They get a lot of uh, people involved, and uh, a lot of people that normally wouldn't uh, get up there and dance uh, do. So it's it's good to see. Absolutely, Mickey Mouse meet and greet returns to Hollywood Studios in time for Valentine's Day. John, maybe you take your Valentine over there. I'll be working on Valentine's Day, so no, probably not. Mickey's meet and greet returns. This is two days ago. Uh, where was it returning to? I got this. Uh, Mickey Mouse will return to the red carpet dreams at Disney Hollywood Studios alongside Minnie Mouse just in time for Valentine's Day. Mickey will be back in his Saucer Apprentice location inside red carpet dreams beginning February 13, 2022. As all the meet and... As at all... Other meet and greets, physical distancing will be enforced. So, listen, if you want to go eat, 
you can all sit right next to each other. But if you're going to do this, you better be physical distance, John. Social distance. Yeah, the, these you, aren't really meet and greets yet. If you if you're not actually able to get your picture next to Mickey or to get a hug from uh, uh, Minnie Mouse, I mean it's not a meet and greet, is it? I mean technically you're just standing in front of a, a character. So. Yes. But anyhow, if you leave this meet and greet and you head over to ABC Commissary. There will be, and I don't know the exact number, so don't text, tweet, or yell at me. But there'll be a minimum of 200 people sitting in an area within touching distance of each other. You will not get COVID because you're eating. I don't know, John. I think we all should have gum in our mouth 24-7. You think nobody will get it? Is that the defense? I guess. I mean, I don't understand how you can eat, but you can't meet and greet, John. It just, it the, the laws are just the funniest thing like even with me just getting it again I, I just wish it wasn't a political football and I could just have a station that would just tell me exactly what's going on with this John because I don't know the rules anymore do you uh, no I just I just wanted to go all go away me too just dude go away just yeah, go away me too uh, Kevin from Disney's Pixar Up returns to Disney's Animal Kingdom mine 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 that's the seagulls from Finding Nemo. Uh, Kevin says mine too. I don't know about that. I don't think Kevin said much of anything. He wants to eat all the time. I do know that. That, yes, I believe. Yes. But I love Kevin, dude. He's cool as hell. And you know what? You just, you, Doug, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on something because Kevin's a woman, a girl, a female. Oh. So you just called her a he. Oh, so. I, uh, that, I will call her a he for the rest of my life because I have never met a female <laughs> named Kevin. And if you are one, please contact me and I will personally apologize to you, but I've never met a female named Kevin. Yeah. Yep, she's a female bird. Sorry. And I've never met a male named Beatrice. You sure? Or Sarah. I really haven't, so I don't know. I've never met a female named Kevin. So uh, you can meet Kevin daily by the character landing at Discovery Island, just across from Flame Tree Barbecue, which I highly recommend. Flame Tree Barbecue has some seriously good food. As at as at all Walt Disney World meet and greets, Kevin will be behind the rope to maintain distancing. So. But again, walk right across the flame tree and you don't have to distance. Kevin originally debuted at Disney's Animal Kingdom in February of 2019 as Up gained a growing presence in the park with senior wildlife explorer Russell and Doug greeting guests on Discovery Island and appearing in a reworked bird show, Up! A Great Bird Adventure. Since the park reopened from the COVID-19 shutdown, however, Up! Up was removed from the bird show and Russell and Doug have not yet returned, which I don't understand why they haven't returned. You ruined the show by changing it, so you're going to even ruin it more by not having those two back. Does that make any sense? No, no. I mean, all I wanted was Guano Joe to come back. That's yeah. what I wanted. So, but yeah, I mean, they did not do a, a service to either up or to by trying to combine the two. I didn't, they really didn't care for the the reiteration and bird show used to be uh one of the favorite things to do at at uh, animal kingdom so they, you know they kind of did put a damper on it when they introduced up characters to it yeah i i don't understand what the heck they did to that and why they ruined that i mean i i i, I like the concept of it becoming up but i didn't like the finished product of what became of the show yeah it didn't didn't flesh out correctly no that's for sure the original show was way better but Okay, all the Disney loyalists who agree with every new thing, we can be right once in a while. The old bird show was better. I'm not going to fight about Illumination and Harmonious or, or Wishes and Magic, magic ma, ma, whatever. What is the one before Wishes, John? Happily Ever After, whatever. The new one is, I'm not going to fight about all that. Or Malstrom and Frozen, which Malstrom I think was better in Frozen. Don't you think so, John? Yes, yes, I, I would concur with that. But we're all fuddy-duddies. Speaking of that, did you, old oh, fuddy duddies, did you like the Pat picking on me last week, John? Uh, you know, or Penelope, because I was reading, recording the show, I had eight things going, and the man has to break my stones for Penelope. Uh, yeah, the little video or the little sound recording we got, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty special. I appreciate that, Pat. Yeah, maybe you maybe you could come on the show so we could hear you mispronunciate something once in a while again, Pat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, but speaking of that, much props to uh, his son and Big Al for finally completing the uh, uh, completion of the uh, the food shot. Uh, if uh, you don't know what I'm talking about on Facebook, uh, or not Big Al, he, he doesn't obviously post it. Big Al is Pat's dude. Dad. Big Al's probably the brains out of him and Pat. So, <laughs> and. Uh, Pat posts a video about every other day of him tossing random food items to Big Al, and Big Al just completely missing, uh, hitting his neck, his his eyes, his nose, his muzzle, everywhere but his mouth. And then finally, uh, as Pat said, he had to go to the go to the bullpen, brought in his son, and he tossed it to Big Al, and he caught it right away. So we are going to blame Pat on that one. So just obviously not a good tosser. Yeah, well, probably Pat has like stinky fingers, and the kid wants the dog wants the food to hit the floor to take the aroma off. Then he eats it. Okay, okay, that's, that's what I'm is. going with. Uh, I look at the exterior refurbishment of the yacht uh, yacht club. They're sprucing up the yacht club, Johnny. Oh, he's gonna do a little spray painting and a little reciting and all that type of stuff. There's plenty of uh, reconditioning go always going on out here, isn't there? Yes, which is a good thing. I. When I see the, it's so sad because I I get a construction envy, John, when I'm going by. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was working on it. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to be a part of that. So the resort is under an extensive 11 month exterior refurbishment with paintwork taking place across the resort. I will say one thing, man Florida exteriors take a beating with the heat, they need to be refurbished quite a bit. Yeah, between the heat and the sun, yeah, it's a, it's a brutal, brutal thing for for everything we put outside, from yard decorations to uh, our Christmas decorations. Our Christmas decorations don't last more than a season. I mean, you can look at even some of them. They have at uh, Animal Kingdom on the bus loop, um, and they've only been. I I know they replace them every other year or every three years, and they're faded just from the sun beating down on them every day. So yeah, they go quick here. Now, now, did you see your, uh, speaking of Yacht and Beach Club, that your uh, buffet's coming back, John? Yeah, we still don't know. I'm, I'm still not going to trust it until I see somebody eating crab legs there. So, we'll, we'll, at that point, then we'll debate whether or not. And I don't know what the price will be. Probably a fortune. So, I mean, the last time we went, I think it was forty five ninety nine uh, per person. So, um, if it is anywhere less than 55, we'll contemplate it. But I wouldn't be surprised. It's going to be 75 bucks when it comes back. So No, it's crazy. I'll tell you this right now. I don't care what political side of the football you're on, but something has to be done about goods and services being in our stores. I don't care who does it, what does it. I'll applaud whoever is in, who fixes it. But the, the price of food and stuff right now is absolutely crazy. I used to be about a... A year and a half, two years ago, I could get snow crab legs, John, for seven ninety nine a pound most of the time at the store. Me and Brenda would blo- buy three, four pounds, sit out on the back deck and eat them. Snow crab legs now are $30 a pound, John. Dungeness crab legs are 40 some dollars a pound. King crab legs are $50 a pound. Uh, who the heck can afford to eat that, John? But Unless you're uh, Brad Pitt or uh, Bob Iger or Cheapy Chapik. Well, stone crab claws, I mean, you know, that they, they harvest here in Florida. Here in Florida. South Florida is where they harvest stone crab claws. Um, and they are expensive. I mean, uh, even several years ago, you you're, you were going to pay uh, probably $20 a pound, $19.99, up to $24.99 a pound. They are now like $54.95 a pound. So we can't even, can't even, that's not even something I can think about right now. Between that and the gas driving to get them costs you a hundred bucks for a pound of crab. <laughs> it just ain't worth it. No, it's 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 nuts. I mean, uh, filet mignon, the same filet mignon that I paid like for two two six ounce medallions would be like sixteen dollars. You under they're twenty six now, John. I mean, I go shop and I hand them my Amax and just I don't even want to hear the girl. Don't even tell me what the price is. I don't want to know. It's just that sad right now. So, yeah, I can only imagine the point I'm trying to make is when Cape May opens, if they have crab legs on the menu, it might be $175. So because of the price the way things are. Yeah, it won't even be an option at that point. What's that, John? I couldn't hear you. 
Yeah, well, Lisa was all excited about it op- reopening and stuff, and I was like, I don't think we'll be going. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, gonna no it's, it's, but I was excited for you guys. Hopefully, uh, things can somewhat get back to normal, but I doubt it anytime soon, John. Well, the, the, and Doug, the problem here you know, at Disney is once they get to that point, they're never going to go back. You know, I no. mean, if they, if they does reopen and everything is super expensive and they're charging realistically $80, $85. Even if uh, inflation gets stabilized, they'll never reduce that price. It's always going to be at that whatever they put it at or more. No, the only time the only prime prices ever reduced was after September 11th when nobody was going anywhere. When they they had no choice, they had zero choice to lower their prices. Uh, Latest look at. ETFE cushion canopy installed at Tron Light Cycle Run at the Magic Kingdom. This is all fake news to me. I don't think it's ever opening, John. This this Tron, it, it, it's kind of like a, uh, the city of El Dorado or something at this point, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. a mystical, uh, golden-laden city that you hear rumors of, but really doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm not going to believe it until I see the first cycle go by, John. Uh, cruise at the Tron Light Cycle at the Magic Kingdom began the process installing the ETFE cushion roof canopy this past week. What does ETFE stand for, John? Not a clue. Any idea? No, that's what I'm asking you, John. Extraterrestrial fast excess. Yeah, that, that works for me. The plastic <laughs> ETFE canopy covers the steel tru- structure that wraps around the roller coaster's track and provides weather protection and a striking visual design. Maybe they should have had more ETFE covers at Toy Story Land when it opened to begin with, John. Is that what was it Epcot over here? Was that ETFE covers? Yeah. You, you got to know how to say it. The first section of the ETFE material <laughs> are already in place with most areas prepped for installation. Uh, I gotta, I gotta read up on what ETFE is, John. Disney, yeah, that sounds interesting though. Yeah, Disney remains tight-lipped about the opening date of Tron, and and no timeline yet is announced. Uh. When do you think do you think it'll be over by the seventy fifth anniversary, John? Mm, that's that's a tough one. Uh, by the time I turn seventy five, I don't know, maybe eighty. I wonder. Maybe if, about the time. I, I wonder if Chapik's house is done. You know, I I mean, he moved into that. I don't think there was any delays on that, John. He got that uh, done maybe, in time. Maybe they're waiting for my son to actually be too old to ride Tron and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy before they open them. I wouldn't so be maybe shocked, that's the John. Goal. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios joins extended evening theme park hours scheduled at Walt Disney World. So you're going to have more time to try to get on Rise of the Resistance if it doesn't break down every other day and and, uh, keep your money. I'm not talking about per se for that, but I I think 90% of the people who buy Lightning Lane for the day going to the studios is hoping to get on Rise. And then if that breaks down constantly and they can't get on it they end up going on the other lines am i wrong am i wrong john the genie plus that's what you would buy it to go in the studios that day well i, I don't even think you can get, make a reservation with genie plus i think you have to buy lightning lane as an individual yeah. uh ticket to get on that don't you yeah i think so but you get three but there's uh, dude the rules are so crazy it's just i, so, I, I, I don't know doug i'm not even gonna talk about it because i haven't even checked into it yeah i may have to try to reaffirm acclimate myself to some of this but I, and then again I don't I don't really know if I will or not because I really don't need to spend any more money than I have to so I don't know yeah. if I, I even want to contemplate it so yeah you have to buy lightning lane to get it so if you bought it then you would use it for Toy Story Midway Mania or uh, Slinky Dog or something like that probably uh, installation of the Nova Corp Star Blaster wrapping up at Epcot's Guardian of the Galaxy Rewind. The, that airplane or that spaceship looks really cool. I will give them that. They did a nice job on that. It looks very realistic. Uh, and back to the cavalcades. What else do we have here, Johnny? I'm over at the latest news at the other joint. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did see something interesting. Uh, 
you know, somebody uh, had a picture of our old signs out here, the purple, yellow uh, ones, and it said, welcome to the magic, and then a picture of our new ones with the blue and the yellow, and it said, welcome to the airport. That's that's what they look like. They look like uh, or like OIA uh, airport signs is what the new signs look like. So. Yeah. I, I, you're right. I, I mean, it ain't the worst thing they ever did. I just don't, I'm not, I'm not warming up to them yet. They ain't as bad as the barges. I will say that. So. No. And it, and, and it, you can't actually criticize them for money on it. It really has nothing to do with money on that one. It just kind of takes away the whimsy and the, I don't know, a little touch of the, uh, fairy tale-ish, if you were with uh, out the purple, you know? Yeah. Uh, here we go again. Just speaking about this, John. Uh, February 6th, which is today. Rise of the Resistance fails to open. Uh, the park open. As of 9.55, Rise of the Resistance is back up and running. 130-minute wait. So it, it wasn't ready to even open with the park today again, John. That ride, it's gonna, it is gonna break Test Track's record within the first year, don't you think, John? First two years? Oh, it, it'll probably beat, uh... Uh, uh, blah blah blah. Flight of Passage. I mean, Flight of Passage had an awful lot of issues when it first opened. Not as many as Ride of Resistance has, but uh, yeah, it's gonna thrash everybody, I think. So, but it, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, yeah, it's hard to compare. I mean, Ratatouille and Mickey's uh, Runaway Railroad are um, they're pretty high tech rides with the you know trackless systems and stuff like that. But at the same time, they're nothing like Rise of Resistance. But Really, I mean, neither one of those seem to have much of any issues, and yet Rise of the Resistance is just one after another. Yeah, there's, uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they, uh, maybe they uh, hop skipped and took an extra jump trying to get that open early and kind of bit them in the butt. Maybe trying to get it open by that certain Star Wars opening and the land, whatever you know what I'm saying. Star Wars weekends and all that crap. I don't know. Yeah. Me- I don't, I don't, it's, it's really hard to say. I mean, the one, uh, thing that I would compare it to is, uh, when Universal first opened, they had the Jaws attraction out there, which when it worked was probably my favorite attraction that one of my favorite attractions I've ever been on. Cause I love the movie Jaws. And then, uh, to actually, uh, be able to, uh, uh, interact with a shark character was pretty wild. And it was, it was really great, but it never worked correctly. I mean, they had more problems with the hydraulics and everything and the animatronic, all that attraction than just about any place, anything. And it bit them so bad that at one point, uh, well before they even thought about uh, putting Harry Potter into that area, they just closed it all together. They just, they gave up on it. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't think they would ever do that to Rise of the Resistance, but I, I would see a point where they try to pair out whatever's giving them so much trouble, you know? No, I don't know what the heck's going on with it, but, I mean, it's it's down a, a couple times a week, it seems like. I mean, I might be exaggerating, but it's constantly down. I mean, yeah. if Judith and them were down there, it was down a couple times a week that they were down. Yeah, I would say it's a couple of times a week. Probably at least twice a week, wouldn't you? On yeah. average? From everything I'm reading and, and going over, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy how often it's broken. I don't know. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, more concrete installed at Journey into Water inspired by, by Moana. I'm wondering what we're going to end up getting out of this, John, because it has changed, like... The original concept to what they cut it down to, I, I don't know what it's going to be to you. No, I really don't. I, I, you keep hearing about this, but as to, to is it actual an attraction that's taking the place of Journey into Imagination? Is it taking the place of the film thing there? Is it just replacing the fountains? I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think it's replacing the interventions and the fountains in that area. It's another lovely day at Epcot, which means another lovely day of looking at construction. Let's see how Journey of Order, inspired by Moana, has progressed in the world nature in world nature neighborhood at of the park. That's what this area is called, World Nature. There are several construction properties projects going on, and this is one of them. And they're just showing the construction materials are stacked near white tents where the crew members they're pouring concrete like everywhere, John. A lot of construction work going on there, but I don't. 
it's hard to make out what it's actually what's coming of it. There's like walls being built and it's excavated. There's you know there's deep areas, there's high areas, so I guess it's going to be different levels. But there are now several concrete structures, including this wall next to a trench. So like what I just said, I'm interested. To, I, I I don't know what this is going to be because the original concept art, like I just mentioned, is way different than what. Didn't they say they were making major cutbacks on a lot of things, John? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, not only major cutbacks, but cut out altogether. Like uh, one time there was supposed to be that, um, what, basically second tier garden. Um, yeah. At, yeah at, uh, where uh, the pin station used to be at Epcot um, and the fountain. And so all of that has been eliminated. So I don't know what's been cut back, what's been changed and what's just been totally deleted at this point. Like you could see a big wall with big iron pipe going through it. I mean, uh, big pipe. I mean, it's hard to tell with the screen, but it it could be 12-inch water pipe. Uh, you know, it's pretty big pipe. So, I mean, I guess that's going to be pumping the water that we're all going to be seeing if you follow me. So, yeah, I'm just interested to see what this is going to be because I love Moana. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. I, I think they did a great job with that. It was one of the ones that, like Frozen, where the music just grabbed you. And and Frozen 2, could they have missed the music anymore compared to Frozen 1? You know what? I haven't even seen it. Uh, Lisa saw it. She said it was okay, but the music wasn't any good. So. No. It, it's, am, it's amazing how, but like how we speak about Illuminations. Like, immediately. It, like, isn't it crazy how the, the brain hears what it hears? Like... Uh, even with hit songs, like what makes one a hit song and one not? It just, but when you like a song, is it usually like instantaneously you like it? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a weird thing, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it really is. I remember uh, uh, the produ the music producer in The Sopranos when he, they were talking about music, and I know a hit when I hear a hit, and that's it. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's Hesh, Hesh. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Hesh. So. Yeah, it's just weird, like like instantaneously illuminations even the music at uh the parade uh fountain of nation i mean not what uh tapestry of nations the parade yeah hey uh, hey uh, hey uh, <laughs> hey uh. i mean it isn't nothing crazy but that whole music that whole score from start to finish between that and illuminations i i wouldn't change a thing would you have john no, that was that was pretty spot on. That was uh, uh, we are, at some point Doug, we may have to look back and go. That was the golden age of Epcot. Yep. And then when I still remember taking my three girls to see Frozen on opening weekend, I took Brenda, Mom, and Donna to see Frozen. And I'm in the we're all in the theater. Every one of those songs was like hitting home run. With, Do you want to build a snowman? And I mean, it's like every every single song was like a home run in that. Then I watched Frozen 2 with them, and we're all looking at each other. We weren't singing along with nothing, John. <laughs> there was no let it go. Is that what no, let it go. Let it go. Holding back anymore. No, there was none of that. And it, it's amazing how all of a sudden you know if it, a lot of times the music has everything to do with how great the movie is too. Am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really rarely is there a, a hit song from a movie that's not a, a hit. So it usually can propel it to that point. So Yeah, like the original Lion King. All the music in that were incredible. The other two, not so much. Am I wrong? Or the other Lion King? Yeah, 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 not at all. But no. yeah, I mean, all of those, all of those from that that era had great songs in them. Though, I mean, you think about Beauty and the Beast and yes. uh, Little ne or Little, little Nemo. Little, <laughs> little, hey, little what's Nemo. up, Little Nemo? How you doing? <laughs> uh, little Nemo. Uh, but yeah, uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. That all. Had great music, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing how though. The, the songs just hit you like it's it, your personal taste like uh your your group your favorite groups and artists and all it's amazing how one just makes you cringe and another one makes you just sing along immediately usually i know like you and flock of seagulls you absolutely adore them right yeah. so yeah you and duran duran actually that's lisa's favorite group of all time <laughs> you oh. better be careful <laughs> i'm sorry to hear that john <laughs> I used to date a girl uh, that her brother used to dress like 
Duran. I used to I used to want to beat him up every day, John. <laughs> she, she, she told me one day she had the biggest crash at George Michael and then almost wept the day she that <laughs> he was <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, honey, I don't I don't think he was gonna yeah it was her older brother he was a year older than me and thought he was a tough guy and i still remember tackling him on the bus and all he screamed about my suit my suit you're gonna ruin my suit (laughs) okay you're not a tough guy if you're worried about your suit my levi's are going to be just fine after this skirmish i'll tell you that right now uh but no i now i wasn't a big duran duran fan flock of city no that wasn't my music dude I was a tough guy. It was Bon Jovi and Journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chicago, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't pick on Chicago. Exactly. Yeah, Chicago was awesome. But now I like Boston and ACDC I loved. I was never, I liked Ozzy, but I was never a Black Sabbath fan, John. Ain't that weird? Not really, no. Ozzy uh, had his, kind of his own, yeah. uh, own sound, you know, so. But... Nah, back in the day, John. You know, I won't. I'm gonna get. I have to get a T-shirt made up next time I come down. I hate Duran Duran, and and I'll put on the back flock of seagulls. Are no, no joke either. They don't like them either. Uh, and then see if Lisa beats me up. What else do we have here, Johnny? Uh, if you has any of those uh, buzz come around on any uh, the popcorn buckets? Is there you have? Uh, Dealers outside of all the parks selling them now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything. Uh, I haven't seen any Figma uh, uh, more, so uh, I guess maybe they did sell out. So I have yet to see any more uh, lately. So and the ones I see all the time now are the Mickey. There's a Mickey one that's just like his full full figure, uh, kind of just dressed in the uh, 50th anniversary stuff. So yeah, I'm surprised the there's not some guys in the park like going, Psst, Psst, come over to the car. I got. I got I got figment buckets, dude. Come on. Get your figment buckets over here. I mean, you got to know the keyword, purple. Yeah, purple. purple. Dragon. Yeah, purple, what, purple what's dragon. the password? What's Dreamfinder. Yeah. Dreamfinder. Uh, there's uh aerial look at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruisers, Bok trucks, transport and docking. It's showing deliveries going in and out of the Star Cruiser, John. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're March first, I believe, is the day they're opening. So, yeah, and they're starting to put the uh, uh, Disney Springs to Star Cruiser paddle uh, on some people's shifts, um, so just to get us used to it. I haven't had it yet, but I talked to a guy the other day who had it. Um, and they, they put it on. There. There's nobody standing there yet. We lost you again, Johnny. Go ahead. Yeah, there's nobody standing there, but. Um, they're just doing it. They're putting it on there for you to practice, getting in and out, stuff like that. And the only time that people are going to be heading to um, from Galactic Star Cruiser to Disney Springs is the day they check in before the actual departure time for the Star Cruiser. So it's only going to be select days and then only for a couple hours because, you know, maybe somebody uh, arrives at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning and their official departure on the Star Wars Galactic star cruiser is until four o'clock in the evening in the afternoon they need to do something for the day so yeah it's good i'm i'm interested to hear i i i hope to goodness we can interview somebody that stayed there and see if they think it was worth it really yeah i would i would love to run into somebody i'm, I'm gonna try to try to come across somebody out here that that and you know you have to be a little tactful i can't just say man you got more money than god yeah <laughs> I just, I would, I hope they give you an honest review because you know how some people are too when they buy something really, or they do something and you, you, I don't know, I've been in situations where I know they couldn't, there was something wrong, but they can't admit it's wrong because they spent that much and they couldn't be that, it couldn't be bad if it cost that much if you follow me, John. So a prime example, Doug, would be my favorite uh, trio of movies of all time are the Indiana Jones, uh, uh, Temple of Doom, and uh, uh, The Last Crusade. And so when the fourth movie came out, I dragged my wife and my son. We've got to go see it. We're seeing it opening weekend. It's going to be great. And we came out of there, and it was probably the biggest hunk of garbage I've seen since uh, uh, Godfather 3. But I can't. I couldn't admit it. <laughs> 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 
yeah, that, that was that was good. Yeah. <laughs> looking at me and I'm going, no, 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 really, really, it was, it, it was, it was good. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It took me about two weeks, and then finally I did it to him. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Yeah. So it's kind of like Flyers fans. They, they lose 13 games straight, and it's still not their fault. Other teams are <laughs> melting the ice the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah. They're replacing the sticks. It's saying sticks aren't frozen. Pucks aren't frozen. Yeah, it's saying Star Wars Galactic Cruisers, Star Cruisers having trouble hiring experienced staff. Well, who the hell else has ever worked on a Star Cruiser, John? <laughs> I mean, that would be, yeah. Where, where do you where do you find, I mean, where do you find these people at? So. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser having trouble hiring experienced wait staff. Disney Wish Maiden Voyage delayed to July fourteenth, and more delay recap so they're having problems hiring people john that's crazy nobody wants to work i guess extensions are still out there john oh man there's jobs everywhere even the guy in north dakota was telling me there's plenty of work up there and if you can find a a job in north dakota in the middle of uh, february that means there's probably plenty of work what do you think yeah, and they pay well there, dude, because that's where a lot of the oil, well, oil is, yeah, or it used to be. Oil. I don't know with what's going on now if they're even allowed to pump oil. I Man, mean, you would have to pay me extremely well to even contemplate working in that kind of temperature. That's just ridiculous. 52 below zero. Yeah, well, yeah, and I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know if you're allowed to even, uh, I don't even know if they are doing oil there anymore. I mean, oil is against the law in our country right now. So, what else do we have here, Johnny? I don't see much more. I see a lot of uh, interesting food items from the Mardi Gras um, thing over at Universal, which is uh, kind of surprising because for years, uh, me and Lisa have talked about that. You know, with all the food festivals that Epcot has, that uh, SeaWorld even has, and uh, I was surprised that Mardi Gras over at Universal didn't have more um, unique food items. It looks like they're finally uh, getting on the bandwagon to, uh, to join that a little bit. And uh, I love Cajun and Creole food, so I'm going to have to check into that and see if there's uh, any chance maybe next year we can think about getting passes over there just to try some of the food. Yeah, we'll have to check into that big time. I'd like to hear that. I would like. I would like to. I would like to go to that. I would like to have somebody uh, do a review of it to see if it's as good as food and wine now. Yeah, or at least uh, give us an idea of what the prices are and the, the quality of the food and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you've been to Universal and been tried some of these food items, uh, send us a note. It'd be great to to hear some kind of review about that stuff. This looks pretty good. Uh, it's called Nashville Hot Chicken Mac and Cheese yeah. Returns with Chicken Biscuit and San Francisco Food Truck for Mardi Gras 2022. That really looks good. Yeah, it's also several of those that look pretty interesting. I mean, obviously some of them were a little disappointing, just like uh, other uh, festivals. But, uh, yeah, so several of those. That, and speaking of uh, SeaWorld, uh, that's probably where me and Lisa are. I lost you again. You and Lisa are going to go where? contemplating getting SeaWorld passes again um, because we did enjoy the food festival there so much and the one at Busch Gardens, and it's a much better deal um, than uh, any of Disney's festivals. Yeah, you were crystal there, Johnny. That was good. You sounded like a a real good announcer on that one. I got the food truck. There's a sign here from the one. It says, Nashville Hot Chicken Mac and Cheese. Did you open that up yet? Yeah, I'm getting to now. Okay, I was going to ask you what you think the price was before you seen it. Okay, I'm not looking at it yet. Uh, let's see. Looking at the size and coleslaw. We'll say seven ninety five. Yeah, ten ninety nine. Uh, yeah, yeah, more than I thought. You so could, th- those are full size entrees, then basically, right? Yeah, they're coming out of a food truck. So usually, when it's a food truck, it's 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 the vendor gives you a nice portion. You know, it's usually a meal. So. And then they got chicken and biscuit with red-eyed gravy is a crispy chicken thigh, red gravy, garlic pickles on a warm buttermilk biscuit with a side of apple cider slaw for twelve ninety nine. Tell you what, they look pretty good. Sure sounds good. But, it, it, again, that would be a little disappointing if it was full-size. You know, I, I, I was hoping it was more like the 4 or $5 items where you could try several instead of just getting one meal. But... Well, that's when you got to share you and the missus to get one in each booth or something and try it. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep. Split them between you. Yeah. How did the uh, did you make the wings for you and JJ? Oh, dude, you didn't see them. Oh, they oh that's right. Up. Yeah, I did. Did you enjoy them? Oh man, we killed them, and uh, I had to share the recipe several times. So uh, thanks to you, Mister Davis, for introducing the uh, recipe. But yeah, yeah, I posted it several times and uh, had a lot of great comments about it. So yeah, that was that was a that was a fantastic night. Honestly, last weekend watching football with the family, eating wings, and drinking beer. That was a good time. So yeah, don't get much better than that. I'm gonna make them wings. I think we haven't made them in a while. The last two times I did that exact recipe, and if anybody got that recipe from John, do that same recipe and put it in a crock pot. First, put the rub on a pork tenderloin, pork tenderloin, sear it on all four, all six sides of the pork tender, or four, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Flip it, sear it both ends, the whole nine yards, sear the pork tenderloin, toss that in with some uh, potatoes and carrots. And put that in the crock pot, and I'm telling you, you will have one of the best pork tenderloins that you've ever had in your life. And the potatoes and the carrots will come out tasting just like they're like they'll taste like candy potatoes and carrots, John. It's it's yeah, an incredible recipe. Yeah, the wings sure come out great, so I would believe it. So I'm telling you, I I just tried it for you because I like the recipe because it's actually. All the, all the, uh, basically all the ingredients, especially, are healthy for you. All the spices are really good for the cumin, the tumor, all that is really good for you. So, and if you do it on the tenderloin, it was just as good. But we've done the tenderloin the last two times. But Super Bowl Sunday, I want to make those wings. Me and the wife are going to do a bunch of small plates for next weekend. For, there you for go. The day. We're going to make the wings. Uh, Brenda will make, we might do stuffed mushrooms, a, you know, a bunch of different things. You know what I'm saying? Have a nice little day of small plates. What kind of stuffed mushrooms do you make? Brenda does crab stuffed mushrooms, which are really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I do a, a shrimp, seafood, crab stuffed mushrooms. Yeah, they're pretty pretty flipping good, too. Yeah. So, and that sounds good. I haven't made those in a while. Maybe I'll do. But the problem is I'm the only one that eats those. No, that's not a problem. I eat them all. Yeah, so. no, you can handle it. You can handle it. But, yeah, that's what we're planning on doing, a nice little Super Bowl party uh, next week just for the, us. You know, me and the girls will hang out here, and we're just going to make a day of doing small plates. And since it's not the Eagles playing, they're allowed to watch it with you? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even though I do get pissed. Like, Brenda's like, last week I'm watching the games and I'm watching uh, pass interference calls on, uh, like, the first half, again, I'm an Andy Reid fan, but I'm watching that game where they didn't call a penalty on Kansas City to like, the third quarter, John. I'm watching Tyron right. Matthews, like, literally... He put a saddle on the back of Chase's back. It was riding Chase around the field. And they weren't throwing flags in that game. And Patrick Mahomes with his little shimmy in the middle of the field. I don't like that. It made me root more because I like Joe Burrow. I like Burrow a lot. I started rooting for the Bengals as that game went on because I cannot stand Hill with the shimmy shake. Uh, Patrick Mahomes acting like he's Tom Brady already. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not even Patrick Mahomes, Doug. It's his brother and his uh, what's that? His uh, mom or his sister-in-law? Oh my God, they are the most annoying um, uh, celebrity hanger-ons ever. Yeah, so. yeah but, but after that one touchdown he threw, he's sitting there doing the shimmy shake with his shoulders. Well, when he threw that stupid pass to Tyreek Hill at the, before halftime, why didn't he do the shimmy shake there <laughs> for being a moron? Maybe shake his brains back into place. Cause that that was the stupidest thing. And then you got Reed saying. It's my fault. No, you put trust in this dude. He's the greatest quarterback of all time, people want to say. He's the next GOAT. Well, to, hey, as much as I can't stand Tom, Tom Brady would have never made a stupid throw like that. Ever. He'd have threw that ball at the back of the end zone and, you, and they would have got three points before the half. Am I wrong? Yep. So, no. You, you, listen, stupid. You lost, you lost the game for you and you need to own up to it, which he has, but... I was not rooting for that. I'm sitting there, I, I'm like, watching the NFL, I want a game called fair. So, yeah, I will go nuts when I'm watching penalties be called. I'm watching t guys go to tackle, sack Mahomes, and I'm watching offense. I, I texted Tommy, and he knew, I know I was probably getting on his nerves. But I'm watching Mahomes run out of the pocket, and I watch a Kansas City lineman literally grab the defensive tackle or the defensive end by the back and tackle him to the ground and the official standing right there and didn't throw a flag john 
It, it was like the biggest hold. I mean, I replayed it. It literally looked like, I don't know how, the referee should have been fired right there on the spot. And they end up getting a field uh, touchdown on that same drive, which would have put them the fourth down if they'd have called the flag. Instead, he completed a uh, touchdown pass. Yep. You know, it just, I just want the game to be called fair. I don't want nep- favoritism, nepotism, or whatever tism you want to call it in the game. So, no isms? No isms at all. I just want a good gameism. But anyhow, you got to go back to work. I do. So where are you headed now? Actually, I'm a, uh, uh, like your, uh, I'm, I'm a floater, Doug. So I'm just going to go back and hang out on my bus, wait for him to call me and tell me to go somewhere. Uh, my favorite is when they call me and tell me, look, uh, there's nothing really going on. Just go make some magic. That means I can just go find somebody sitting in a load zone and go, hey, where are you going? Let's go. <laughs> so, that I works. like that a lot better. So, well, yeah. if you're on Big Brother, I've told you this before, John, they don't like floaters. <laughs> <laughs> I know now, but I do know Bob and Mary love floaters. And remember, in their drinks. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so. so, anywho, everybody, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. Everybody, be kind to one another. Everybody, be good, and we will talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye, bye, folks. Have a great weekend. Fold your strollers. Yeah, fold them strollers. Don't get in a fight with Johnny. He'll give you what for. Bye, guys. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.